Hello, friends! I'm Morgan. And I'm Emma. And we're your hosts of Tea and a Good Book, a fun read-along podcast for all you book and tea lovers out there. So go grab a cup of tea and join our little book club. This is going to be an episode about Ruin and Rising by Lee Bardugo from chapter 1 to the end of chapter 6. As this is the third book in the Shadow and Bone series, there are going to be major spoilers for the first two books, Shadow and Bone and Siege and Storm. If you haven't read those or listened to the episodes, we highly suggest you do so. For Shadow and Bone, the episodes you're looking for are are 3 through 6, and Siege and Storm are going to be episodes 13 through 16. Emma, what tea are we drinking today? We are both drinking. It's a cold brew uh, tea. It's um, strawberry, lemon, orange blossom flavored. I'm it's, so excited to drink it. It's. We also added a little bit of, I have the like edible like luster dust that you can put in like baked goods. Um, we put a little bit in there so it looks like just beautiful magical potions. I'm so excited. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into it. Yep. So my first note about the book is that the first couple chapters where the in the white cathedral moves extremely slowly. Yeah. It's like towards the end of this chunk, it's very action packed and very fun. But like that and then when they first start journeying, I was just like there was some beautiful descriptive language, but it was just everything moved so slow. Yeah. And it was, I was just kind of It was a bit of a struggle to read. Yeah. I can understand why, like, they had it so slow and why, like, uh, I'm glad that that's at the beginning of the book because once you get past it, like, it does get a little bit more interesting. But it is, because it definitely, it, like, it sets it up for you to understand, like, exactly how Alina's feeling and how it's just like slowly draining her so I thought that that was I I mean obviously it was a struggle to read no matter what but yeah it it was very slow (laughs) very very slow very slow I feel like it's also just a very Lee Bardugo thing to have a slow section in the beginning of the book yeah I feel like it's happened in all of the books so far yeah this one was by far the worst but I still enjoyed the book. It was definitely the worst, but at least it wasn't the longest. Because I feel like uh, Siege and Storm was so much slower at the beginning. Or, like, the slower part just lasted a lot longer than it did for this one. But this one, it was just, like, it was basically Alina complaining about doing daily things. Yeah. I will say, though... The amount of joy I felt in my heart when Nikolai showed up. I'm just skipping straight oh to the end. Oh my god. <laughs> Nikolai came to save the day. It makes me so oh, happy. God, I, Nikolai, I love you. I missed you. I also, I'm I, so glad you're back. At the beginning of the, as soon as they said, someone said, why not ransom her to Nikolai Lansoff? I'm like, okay, who would call him Nikolai Lansoff? <laughs> They would call him, like, the, like, the, what's his nickname where they call him a puppy? Yeah. Like, they'd call him something like that. I'm like, or I was like, is Nikolai there? And I'm like, oh, he's alive. I'm like, oh, no, he's there. He's there. I'm like, this is literally my exact thought process. I was like, oh, okay, there's Nikolai. Found him. (laughs) Not hard to find. Yeah, no, I. (laughs) And I loved, like, him 
when he's reunited with Alina, him constantly being like, did I lose my touch? When she's all like, wow, I missed you. And then, like, finally she's like, wow, I really kind of want to stab you right now. He's yeah. like, oh, thank God, I haven't lost my he's touch. like, oh, good, that's, I, also, she makes a comment about, like, how light her heart becomes when he's around. I'm like, yeah, mood, same. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing I've been waiting for. Like, I felt so much better once he finally showed up. Oh my god, yeah. I feel like, oh god, I'm so excited for the rest of this book and to have another book with Nikolai because mm-hmm. I just... <laughs> I just I... love him. <laughs> also, can we talk about the pelican? His oh my blimp. God. <laughs> and also, I think it's hilarious. So he names all of his aircraft after birds, which makes sense. But I think it's really on the nose that he named his cargo carrier the Pelican because they carry the birds in their beak. Yeah. It's also fitting because he's a pirate, so it's um, a bird full of pirates who live on the sea. Yes. So it's very, very Live fitting. on the sky, sea. Ah. Anyways, yeah, I, I'm really happy to have uh, Nikolai back. That's all I could have ever asked for. I also love David just fully laying flat on the deck, try, like examining the material the, bo- the ship is made out of. Okay, it's so funny because, like, as a cosplayer and as somebody who does work a lot with a lot with, works a lot with textiles, like, that is absolutely something I would do. <laughs> like, if I saw somebody with a really pretty, like, cosplay and I'm like, I'll literally, I mean, obviously I'll ask for permission because I don't do that, but I'll be like, let me see, <laughs> like, let me, let me, let me, and I'll just like, I will, yeah, David was such a mood with that. Also, I love the, the one where he doesn't understand sarcasm, where they make a comment about like, oh, this is like the best time, like whatever, da da da, he's like, or it's like, I'm having the best time with the cave and he's like, I'm not. Oh my god, that was. So, oh god, David so far in this book has just been a full mood, and I'm so glad that we get to have so much of him. Me too. I feel like we've been missing out on this beautiful character. He is so funny. I love him. Um, David, if you weren't with Genya, um, hit me up. (laughs) Which, speaking of Genya... I, yeah, yeah. The amount of hurt in my heart that has happened in this Uh time frame. Like, just her, just, okay, first of all, in the beginning, how they're all treating her so terribly. Like, I was so sad. Yeah, I was really happy that um, Alina, though, like, she made a point to, like, constantly be with her. And she made a point, like, if she heard somebody, like, talking bad about her, she was like, "Uh uh-uh, no, sorry, we're not doing that. Like, we're not calling her names. Her name is Genya, and that is what you're calling her. Yes. Um, good on Alina for using her saint status to do that. Yeah. Because, mm mm-mm. It's also been interesting seeing her, and, like, the character changes she's gone through since, like, the first book. It's Mm -hmm. been a lot of character growth. But yeah. also, like, you can see a lot of, like, hurt in her. Yeah. And it, I, I imagine, I mean, obviously she has, she's been through a lot. Yeah. Especially after the first book. So, I'm glad that, like, it makes me happy to see that she's not so obsessed with, like, herself anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, But it does make me sad that 
that is how she stopped being obsessed with herself. Yeah, it just like the hurt that came with it. Yeah. Um, one moment that really touched me is the moment where because she's wearing like the black shawl that's like very, um, gothic and scary, and like as they're leaving, someone gives her a green prayer yeah. shawl where it's like here in case you want to like cover up and not be wearing this like mourning shawl. Yeah. Which. I feel like that kind of marked a transition from the, like, woe is me into, like, she's not thinking as much about herself. Because the woe is me, she's still thinking about herself, but just in a negative way. Yeah. Whereas she's starting to move past. and like, Past that. learn, like, okay, I can contribute and ha- have everything be, like, not related to my looks. Yeah. And it makes me... I'm so happy about that. Another comment that... Because uh, I only made four notes this time. Um, but not that I ever make notes half the time, but earlier when she first started, um, when she first saw her, um, on page 32, um, Alina, so she's helping Alina kind of start to look more like a saint and she's like, I don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And, um, so Alina's all like, or Genya's all like, this is a violation of my core beliefs. And you will make it up to me later. And Alina's like, how? And she's like, I think you should let me make you a redhead. And I'm like, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> As a redhead, please. <laughs> I want more redheads. <laughs> please. I was, I think I made a note in that area. I was like, she should make her hair, um, I don't know if she can do this, but like, make it like glittery with the silver oh that would have been so cool i don't know if that's like because i I know she can manipulate looks but i don't know if she can do like things that aren't part of like normal human nature or make it like iridescent or something that would be cool that would be like so just make her look as ethereal as possible i mean she when she goes in the starlight for the first time in a long time she just starts glowing herself yeah just add to that ambiance oh man i would have loved that if there's any cosplayers out there that are thinking about cosplaying alina and specifically saint alina can you please like make your wig iridescent like hit me up on instagram i've got it i've got ideas but oh man yeah no i uh yeah yeah Yeah. i I love Mm -hmm. genya and i love seeing this growth for her me too i wish she made alina a redhead (laughs) alina's also been through like a whole She's thing. been through a lot in this first chap, first chunk, just this chunk alone. It's, like I like seeing the growth in her and become her becoming more like diplomatic. Yeah, because like I feel like in the beginning, definitely in the beginning of the first book, and probably even in the beginning of the, like the second book, if she had gone through this, she would have just fully shut down and not know oh, what yeah. to do. And she just seeing her strength was really cool and like. I think what's all, what also helps her with this, like, growth is the fact that she, whether she wants to or not, she has to accept the fact that she is essentially a saint. Yeah. And, like, now she's kind of struggling with the idea of her becoming a queen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think by the time um, the, like, everybody kind of has the plan to get her at least to touch some sunlight, I think that that that's where she's finally like okay yeah i i'm a saint like i need to step up i need to step into this like yeah and i think that was a really good move on her part and i really think that that was a big uh character development for her 
It was. I. It's also been interesting seeing her and like the development with her relationship with Mal. Yeah. I wish we could have seen more of like the healing process. We're seeing a lot of it, and I'm guessing a lot of it was kind of like spurred suddenly by the events that happened in like at the end of book two where yeah. the where she brings down the chapel on them. Yeah. Um but there's like clearly been a jump in time where he's fully cuz he hated her. Yeah. At that point like at that dinner he's not speaking to her. Yeah. Um and then all of a sudden it's turned into like he's getting like a like a variation of like a sun summoner tattoo. Yeah. Like I want to see a little bit more of the growth in between, but I still like the bits and pieces that we've seen. Yeah, I think it's I think where their relationship is at now, where they're essentially exes, but they're back to being friends, I think that that is the perfect, like, I guess, like, the perfect, like, happy medium for the two of them. Yeah. Because I don't think, and Alina, like, even kind of mentions this and kind of touches on it for a second, but she's all, like, we're going on two different paths and our paths are never going to cross again, you know? But, um, and she's absolutely right. So I think that keeping him as her closest, like best friend is probably the best move for her and for him, because I don't think if they got back into a relationship, I don't think either of them would be happy. No, like, I I think they still want each other, but they want the versions of each other that they can't have. Yeah. Which I think we're going to see them, hopefully, like, learning to accept that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, also, I just want to go on a whole rant about Mal's back tattoo. <laughs> I literally, like... I, because also, I love when he's like, oh, I'm not going to tell you what it means. It's embarrassing. And I'm like, I was like... Is it as embarrassing as getting a tattoo based on your ex-girlfriend? Yeah. After, after you've broken up. Yeah. It's, I mean, I am become a blade. Isn't great. I, it isn't great, but it isn't the worst thing, I suppose. It's very Mal. It is very Mal. But I guess it really does show, like, his, um, his, I don't want to say commitment, but, um, Oh, God, what's the word I'm looking for? His, uh... Oh, heck, this is when I need a thesaurus. Like, devotion? Devotion, I guess. His devotion to her and him, like, the way that he's always... They use it in the book, and why can't I remember? But, um, allegiance, there we go. His allegiance to her and to Alina herself because he made it look where it's almost like a sunburst, but it's still very much himself. Yeah. So. I had a feeling um, early on in the book, I was wondering, because I was wondering, I'm like, why doesn't Mal have a sunburst tattoo? Because I could see him getting that. Yeah. And then I started thinking, like, what if he does it? Alina just doesn't know. Yeah. And it's because he There's... has his own variation of it, which is very Mal, where it's the follower of the sun summer, but, but differentiated from the group. Yeah. Especially because... I feel like, I mean, I don't think he's ever going to betray her, but I feel like he's not devout to her in the way that everybody else is, because everybody else is devout to her as a saint, but she, he's devout to her as, like, her, and he, if she makes a really stupid decision as a sun summoner, like, or, like, they want the sun, like, 
army people to do something like really stupid he will break away from that yeah um so i feel like that was a great uh symbol i guess i also going back to when nikolai shows up once they finally save them i like that because nikolai is or not nikolai uh mal is he has his shoes off because he's in the water, and then he's shirtless. They put a jacket on him before they get him shoes, and I think that's really funny. I, what a mood, though. They really said, you know what? I also loved that when they first got caught, the one um, the one soldier lady is like, I'm not giving you a jacket. I'm enjoying the view. Yeah. <laughs> like, mood. What a solid mood. <laughs> also, like, I feel like it's just such unfortunate luck that they got, um recognized yeah like i feel like if it hadn't like they, obviously they'd rounded up the grisha and like realized they were grisha yeah but potentially if the um, they'd been able to play off the whole like i mean she has gray hair so i don't know how well it would have gotten but if they hadn't recognized mal it might have been like a they, they might have potentially been able to play off the yeah. oh, soldiers but then they would have been separated from the whole group yeah and so it probably worked out better in the end but it's so unfortunate it, i you know what i was also really curious about when they first went out on this um journey and i'm still curious about it now why didn't she i know she put a hat on but why didn't she try like why didn't she get like Toya or Genya to change her hair color. Yeah. I feel like that would have made it much easier to, like... At the very least, shove all of her hair under a hat. Yeah. Because I feel like they've talked about her wearing a hat, but I... They've also mentioned you can see her hair. Yeah. I think she's just wearing on top of her head, like, no, she needs to shove all of her hair in that hat. Yeah. It's a dead giveaway. Exactly. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I mean, go off, I guess. Um... I also love that when they finally get above ground, they just, <laughs> they're in a cemetery. Yep. And I love how they're all just, I, I loved when they were all in there and, uh, oh God, Zoya is just like, can we please get out of here? And everybody's like, whoa, we're in a, a tomb or whatever. And she's just like, I don't want to be in here. Can we yeah. leave? What a mood. Oh, I thought it was so hilarious that when um, Alina, right before then, she's imagining all the places that could pop up, and she's like, what if there's, like, a brothel, and there's just, like, someone there? And she's like, oh, what was this? Oh, she's something hilarious. I was like, and good day to you, too, sir. Oh, man. Yeah. And it's like, ah, yeah. And then she just starts laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's... That's... Yep. Yeah. No, I would be dying. I, also, speaking of Zoya, though, I feel like she's so much more, like tolerable (laughs) yeah the her slowly shifting into this like she definitely if things benefited her more to leave alina's side i feel like she still would at this point but i don't think she's gonna go back to the darkling which is significant progress yeah i think that she's done with the darkling I i don't know if this is show spoiler sorry about this but there's at the end of the show they give kind of, like, a reason as to why she's, like, ditching the Darkling. And it's because she has, like, a one-on-one conversation with him. And it doesn't go the way she planned. Huh. Um, and I don't recall that happening in Shadow and Bone. Um, I don't Excuse remember me. that. But I know in Season Storm we find out that his whole thing where he takes over the town, 
she's upset because he didn't tell anyone and her family was in that town and now her family's dead. Yes. And so she's like, yeah, hell no, he has yeah. to pay for this. There was, there was that, but she had a conversation. I'm just going to say it. Sorry, spoiler. Do you mind? I don't mind. Uh, basically, she, it's after, um, it's kind of like the second to last episode or the last episode she goes and she tries to get with a darkling because apparently that like they've been getting together for a while Uh and he pretty much like he shoots her down like completely Uh for and he's all like no i i don't remember if he necessarily says no i only want alina or something like that but that's essentially like the vibes he gave and that was a big reason why at least in the show she's like very angry at him and then the thing with her family and she's like excuse me yeah not so, a great way to break up with somebody yeah so kind of like one of the worst ways but yeah especially when your person has like superpowers essentially yeah yeah um going to i also i'm sure i think i have a note in here that just says how much i think you're gonna love the scene where she uh where alina goes and like like does the like hallucination thing to the darkling so she shows up (laughs) oh my god yeah where is that oh man that was it's towards the beginning i totally while we're also on the topic of the hallucination thing um i made a (laughs) there's a really funny comment um so she's talking to the darkling and um he's all like do you think anything would have been would have been any different if you had nikolai or mal with you she's like yeah and He's all like, because you'd be the strong one. And he's all like, because, uh, or she says, because they're better man than you. And he goes, you might make me a better man. And my immediate thought was, um, there's a thing on Twitter going around a lot lately, but, um, how certain, uh, woman will be like, I can fix him. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Honey, there is no making you a better There's, man. I literally went on a whole rant in my book about how that is just abs like that is terribly abusive um mentality. Like, oh, you should come back to me. I'm gonna uh like you can make me better. Like, no. No. You should not be responsible for changing your partner's behavior in a relationship. That if that is what like you like you feel like you need to do in a relationship, your relationship not- is toxic and you need to move yeah. away from that. Like, no, you are not responsible for your partner and your partner's way of dealing with things. Um, healthy relate like, sometimes being in a relationship will, especially if a long-term relationship, will change you because you grow together. Yeah. But you're not actively going and trying to change someone else. That yeah. is, like, absolutely manipulative and horrible and just, I love that she, it shows this, I think it shows the strength of, he was doing this stuff back in the first, like, Shadow and Bone book. And, um, just how she resists it now and is like, no, yeah. that's not what we're doing here. I'm glad that she's grown, but the, the comment just made me die. I was like, I can fix him. And I was, my immediate thought was like, no, Dark, like, I can fix you. And I'm like, no, I that's, can't. That's a very Morgan thought. Listen, I just, I just, I love pen parts. <laughs> and now, like, the Darkling, since he's played the Darkling, like, Ben Barnes is just gonna be the darkling for me, and I just. That's fair. Uh, I I also love just her um, 
like using very darkling tactics of like she like steps towards him and like grabs his face and like yeah having, it just the, his reaction of like he like closes his eyes and like breathes deeply and like and then she just says the um what does she say like oh she says you're stronger wiser infinite in experience but i'm an apt people because it kind of throws his words back at him and then just dips out as soon as like his eyes open with like rage i think yeah. that's so Good. That was I, so powerful. Of I her. love like power trip Alina. Like this yeah. is just absolutely amazing. I want to see more of that. I it want... really is showing her like stepping into this role as yeah. a saint, and I love it for her. I love her manipulating him. It's so good. <laughs> Please manipulate him more, Alina. I know. I feel like I know she didn't tell Bagra this when she went to see her. I, I feel like Bagra gets such a kick out of this. Oh my god. I, totally on the topic of Bagra, though. I really want more Bagra and Nikolai interactions. Me too. Oh my god. Their entire conversation was so funny. It I was. love how he called her a hag. I love Me. how they both, like, clearly hate each other. It's it just so funny. I just, I also picture it in, like, in like fairly respectful tones of voice so it's just even funnier i love it so much oh my god i was reading it this morning and i was just like i i am so desperate to see more of this i this kind of interaction is so funny to me and like i love characters like this so nikolai and bagra doing this just made me so happy it was amazing i also okay on the topic of this scene who left a seven-year-old with Bagra? Yeah. Like, I get that it's probably because... Because I know they said mom. I'm guessing she's a single mom of a child who is, like... So it's, like, okay, or I guess we're going to put him to work. At least he got saved, but, like... Yeah. That's just... As soon as they found out there was a seven... Like, I was picturing when they said servant boy, like, 15-ish. Yeah. Like, boy as in, like... Even maybe, like, four, like into, like, the 12, 13 kind of range, like... Maybe young, like preteen, teenager, not a seven year old. Yeah. I. But also, like, on that though, that probably would have been the best place to put a child that young because it's like, well, you can't make him like a servant. Like, he's much too, like, a servant to like the king or the queen because he's much too young. And, like, if he messed up, like, obviously they'd probably get really mad at him. Yeah. So I feel true. like putting him with Bagra would, was probably the best option out of but, everybody. Like, in the, like, town where all the rich people live, there has to be a school in there. Yeah. It couldn't be like, okay, we're gonna slip him into the school, uh, or, like, figure out a way to get him, because there's the lower level of the town. Yeah. I'm sure that has its own school, because I'm sure they don't let the kids mingle. Yeah. Even if they put him in that school. He's I guess so... that also just kind of brings up the question of, like, what is the school system like in That's true. Uh, Ravka? Because if it's the only real reason that I could think of them not putting him in a school would be if it, um, if it, like, if they had to pay for the tuition. I could see that. And if actually. his mom or... Yeah, his mom was working in the little palace. She probably didn't have the money to do that. No. And obviously the king and queen do not give graces to anybody. Nope. So, unless it's, it's specifically Vaseline. Yeah, who is dead. Thank that God. Was, I, I 
I feel like, because, I mean, Nikolai talks about it a little bit, the death of his brother. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's affecting him more than he's letting on. Yeah. And um, I kind of, as much as I love Nikolai and I don't want to see him be in pain, I kind of want to see a scene where he's alone entirely with Alina. Yeah. And, can, and has the freedom to, like, break down and finally deal with this. Yeah, I really hope that he does um, become um, vulnerable a little bit more because we don't see that for him. No. And granted, like, he kind of, he's not really given the grace, unlike Alina. Well, even Alina doesn't really get that much of a grace for this, but, like, he definitely cannot be vulnerable at any point. Absolutely not. Especially considering how people view him as, um, as a prince and Mm -hmm. how they don't think that he's a legitimate prince. And if he really wants to be a powerful leader, like, he really cannot be vulnerable but Alina kind of gets more of a pass so to speak just because like everybody's like oh she's the child of crams and blah 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 and I don't want to say that they think see her as weak they see it as like a virtue her like showing weakness yeah not like all the time but like the occasional it's like oh it's because she's like us whereas he's very clearly not like that yeah and he He's very good at playing the system and, like, he's manipulating very... the... But I, I honestly, I love those moments where he's just very vulnerable with Elena and I want yeah. to see more of it. I really hope we get more of it in this book because, obviously, we only have two more chunks to go. Uh, Probably, what, around 300 pages left? But yeah. I hope we at least get, like, one page where he's he just gets to be honest with her. Yeah. And shows show his, like, real emotions because... He never does that. No. So. Also, the elevator he made. Oh my god, I love that everybody's just like, no. <laughs> I also love that David wants to, like, inspect it, but then Genny just drags him off so he doesn't, like, set it off again. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, speaking of that, though, let's talk about this. Right at the end of the this section, it's all like, uh, Mal comes to Alina and he's like, hey, they found out that it's Genya. What do you think is going to happen? Okay, so it says there's a problem with Genya and the king. Um, I feel like the king is going to be trying to do whatever nonsense. He's an emotional wreck. He's also, I'm sure, still very fragile, like, health-wise. Yeah. So I could see him trying to, like, fight against her, but he's, like, coughing and being all sick, and she's just kind of trying to, like, back away and, like, not make a scene. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be more of, like, a scene than an altercation, where it's, yeah. like... Or like he or like more like a verbal altercation probably where he's like coming at her and being like oh you did this and all of these terrible things yeah and, da, 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 da. and it's like yes but she's a good person now and you need I could to almost shut up. see her I could almost see it being almost like the opposite I guess where she sees him and she just full force trusts. Kill him. Because I think they say it's because Sergei messed up. Yeah, because he uh, slipped up and name. used her name. Yeah. Oh, dang. Okay, yeah. But I, I can still see it. Like, if he says something rude to her, then all of a sudden she blows up. Yeah. And I he's all like, Genya. And then she's. they're all like, what? Oh, he oh. Made, or like, especially because it's, she used to make the queen beautiful. Yeah. So like a rude comment about like her face and like how she's doing terribly. Yeah. And all of a sudden she just goes, no, we're not doing this today. Oh, Absolutely God. Not. 
Genya, I hope you kick the king's ass, but... <laughs> he he needs to be taken down several notches. <laughs> he need, he just needs to be taken man. down. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Sniper style, let's I'll do, do it. it. I got it. <laughs> sorry, Mr. King. Um, I'm not sorry, he's a nasty old pervert dude. Yeah. Um, oh, that's another thing, because... Genny in the first book heavily implies that he has done unspeakable, terrible things to her. Yeah. In that realm. So I could see her finally being in a place. Where or like, she's he makes just a comment like, about that. Where yeah. he's like, oh, I would never do that to you now. And she's like, you should have never done that in the first place. It just kind of goes off. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, I would love that. I'm really excited to read, like, this next part. I almost started reading. And I was like, no, no, I need to, I know, I, I convinced myself out of continuing that reading but uh i was very close to to continuing (laughs) that's fair also this is entirely not about the book but i just thought about it because it was another moment like that where i was reading on my lunch break and then um it had been so slow and then i was like okay i'm just gonna finish this chapter it's the end of chapter almost at the end of chapter i'm like i'm gonna finish this then I'll be done with my lunch break. And then also in the last line is the... And then the explosion... Uh, the first explosion hit. And just having that be the point that I had to put this book down and go do my job. Yeah. I was like, it's been four chapters of basically nothing. Like, there's the thing where they get out of the castle in the kitchen. But, like, that was a very minor thing. It was yeah. very planned. It was not super eventful. And I'm like, you, you've got to be kidding me. Which also, since we're talking about that specific moment can we talk well not that it's not about that moment but can we talk about harshaw (laughs) he's literally you i love him so much i it's the the ginger person with the cat with the ginger cat i also i absolutely love that he he named his cat cat Cat. in a different language Mm -hmm. um i had a friend in high school she named her cat Cat in Russian Love because uh, her and her family spoke Russian at home. Uh, I think it's... I don't remember what it was. Uh, and I don't want to say anything weird on here. Uh, That's fair. In case it's not raw, right. But, like, I could... T- if I was... If I was in Harsha's position and I had Zora, man, you could bet that I'm going to be taking Zora with me. Would it absolutely give away our like area like where we're at because of how loud she loud is, she is? <laughs> absolutely would i care no because i cannot leave my cat <laughs> that's fair oh yeah i no, honestly I didn't that. when they mentioned he had a cat i was expecting him to not go to be like no i need to stay with my cat yeah but no he's, he's like, nope, like we're going on an adventure cat here we go <laughs> i loved that it made me so happy and I love that uh, when they're on the pelican, his he's like trying to be healed, and then his cat's just like clawing. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds oh, alright. It's such a mood. As a cat owner, um, I feel like the conversation between him and the healer is probably like the healer's like, "Oh, do you want me to like move the cat so we can do this?" He's like, "Nah, he's fine." Yeah, like just, just work there. on just work on my bullet wound. <laughs> Please just heal my bullet wound. Leave the cat. That's fine. There are more pressing matters. I've been shot. <laughs> I could also see him being like, but how's or him like the uh, healer like trying to start to heal him, but he doesn't have his cat. 
So then he's like, give me my cat. Yeah. (laughs) Things I would do if I was in his position, so. That's fair. I also love that he's low-key kind of chaotic. Loki's hike is very chaotic. He's very chaotic. I'm really glad that he's um, a part of this book. Just absolutely hilarious. I love him to death. Harshaw, Harshaw, let's have a cat family. <laughs> Just all the different men that you're like, okay, so there's um, there's the Darkling, there's Nikolai, there's Harshaw, there's David. There's David, uh, there's Tamar. I mean, not a man, not but... A man. <laughs> Tamar and Nadia. Also, oh we talked about Tamar and Nadia very clearly flirted with each other, and it just goes entirely over Alina's head. <laughs> she's like, oh, that's she's so funny. Just... He's like, the, She's like trying to impress her, and I'm like... Alina? Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. Like, I wonder why. She's like, Tamar is teaching Nadia the songs, and I also... Okay, I think it's so funny the idea that the um that Tamara's trying to teach Nadia the songs is like a cute flirty moment and then Tolia goes, That's not how it goes and just starts going. And, and just I love that out. I love that everybody has just like their flirting is just over everybody's Yeah. <laughs> and it makes me It's so funny. I mean mood, but I feel it's like, so funny. I feel like if anyone's gonna pick up on it, it's gonna be Nadia's brother. Yeah. And even him, I don't think it's he's gonna pick it up. I could see him, like, noticing something different, being like, okay, something's different on my sister. Maybe not guessing romance, but, like, hmm, there's something different. Yeah. I'm like, they're, they're clearly, they're flirting so hard. Like, the whole, she, like, the, she, um, Nadia makes the joke about killing the puppet, the puppeteer. Oh, my God. And, um, like, everyone's taken aback. I'm like, she's flirting. Yeah, I really hope that Nicola is the one that points it out and is the one that's like, wow, you're really trying to impress this girl, aren't you? Or it's like, oh, so how long have you two been together? And they're like, oh, it's been this long. And everyone's like, wait, what? (laughs) It's like, you didn't notice that they're dating each other? (laughs) When did you... I really hope that he's the one that... He's just like, he literally sees them for one second. He's like, oh, wow. (laughs) Mm Oh, man. Nikolai, please point... Please call them out. (gasps) What? There's a deep... Okay, I'm looking at the back of this book. The Demon in the Wood, a Darkling prequel story. Oh, yeah, I think I told you about that. Oh, my... It's only available right now in, like, as, like, an e-book. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Because I was... Right away, I found... I think I have it saved... I have the link to it saved somewhere. I don't remember where in our, like, our podcast book list. But yeah, there's a Darkling. Like, I think it's a short prequel. Because they're not printing it, but yeah. Also, totally um, off topic, though. More on the like actual book itself. But um, something that I noticed, I don't know if it's just me. Are these chapters longer than usual? I feel like they are. Right? Because I feel like also our chunks before, I feel like we would have read more than six chapters for the first chunk. Right? Because I feel like these chapters, uh, for the readers who perhaps this is the first time you're listening to us, um, or readers, listeners, I read by chapter normally, but these chapters have been like 30 plus pages. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's easy for me to like do that, but since I read at night a lot lately, um... It's been hard to 
read by chapter because of that. So these like super long chapters, I'm like, whoa, I'm not alone in thinking that these are much longer than normal, right? Oh yeah, no, they're very long. I think which also kind of added to the whole like being so slow in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. But regardless, still a good book. Still a great book. Still great series. I am so glad that Lee Bardugo came out with this. I'm really excited to um, continue reading this and to see what happens. I'm really excited to see how all of this is going to play out in the show, too. Yeah. I think I'm most excited for that, personally. So. I feel like for this last book... They're gonna mix the, um, the, like, Six of Crows crew into this, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be really weird whenever they it, do that. It also weirds me out. I learned, I learned this a while ago, and I don't think I said it on podcast, that people ship Alina and Kaz now, and I hate That's that so, so much. Weird. That's so weird. It, like... No, I... That's so weird. I saw a really funny meme about it, though. It was um, someone reacting to that, and then it was the little, um... Someone hitting the the emergency meeting button in um, Among Us. Like, <laughs> no, we need to talk about this, guys. Like, this is not... Oh, man, that's such a mood. It's like, um, how do we... How, like, I don't know how to deal with this. The information... Like, absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. That is the worst. <laughs> Kaz already has a girlfriend. And they're, like, perfect for each and other. Al- Alina has so many potential suitors. Yeah. Like, we don't need to add Kaz into that group. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, I don't really have much else to say. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. What a start to the end of this series. What are you guys expecting to happen in the next chunk? Tell us over on our Instagram at T underscore plus underscore good books and on our Twitter at T plus good book. The next episode, we will be continuing Ruin and Rising by Lee Bardugo from chapter seven to the end of chapter 13. I'm Emma. And I'm Morgan. And And that's that's the (laughs) T.